Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things pro wrestling. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, the Mark Cologne. I'm here to talk about all things pro wrestling. Oh boy, another another crazy week in the world of pro wrestling. We got so much to talk about. You know what happened in the in the week of uh of pro wrestling, obviously, but also we also have to talk about yes, yes, yes. We also have to talk about winter is coming. I'll be giving my predictions on that and so much more, people. Um man <laughs> It's uh it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable um what has transpired. Um that's you know that's led up to all this, right? Um we have uh so much so much going on. You got so much going on um when it comes to the world of pro wrestling leading up to to this Wednesday night when we have uh when we have to talk about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when we have to talk about winter is coming, like a lot has happened this week. Um, it's just, it's, cr- it's crazy. It's crazy. The world of pro wrestling continues to amaze and continues to be, um, phenomenal. And man, uh, you can, you can, you can't say anything more. You can't say anything less. Um, it's just, is is beyond is beyond words at at this at this point in the pro wrestling world. Um but yeah, I, I mean um you know I look at pro wrestling. I've been a fan since since I was in my mom's womb, you know, it, I was destined to be a fan. I was destined to be a podcaster. Um you know, uh and um I've always, I've always um, loved it, you know, from WWE to now AEW and all the other promotions. But the ones I talk about the most is WWE and AEW because those are the ones that really catch my attention. Um, other promotions do, don't get me wrong, other promotions do, but um, not like, not like um, WWE and AEW. Um, it's just, it's on another level. I remember growing up, I was just talking to a friend about this. Growing up, I was a fucking, a huge fan of uh, TNA, which is Impact Wrestling now. So it's, it's, you know, over the years, you know, I'm 24 now, about to be 25 in March. It, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, so yeah, it's, uh. Is definitely a, a sight to see, and it's amazing to see um, when we have those uh, those um, those circumstances, those those things that bring you in to the love of pro wrestling, right? Where you you know you don't have to only watch one promotion as I used to do um, growing up. I used to just fucking watch WWE. Um, and up, up to, you know, the past few years um, when I, you know, I decided, no, I can't, 
I, I, you know, I'm WWE only. I, I can't switch to AEW or any of the other promotions. And now I, I have an open mind about it. And I just, you know, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I, I, man, I watch it all. It's, uh, it's definitely a sight to see. It's definitely a sight to see. So uh, it's always good when you can when you can um open your mind to the world of pro wrestling and just watch all these other great promotions at the end of the day like there's not there's nothing better in life you know there's nothing better to do than to watch all these other promotions at the end of the day um and uh, that's what I love to do at the end of the, man I'm I'm not going to lie I love to just sit down and watch pro wrestling for hours right um I spent most of the day, you know, I watched all of WWE this week, all AEW. I seen some old, I went on Peacock and I was just watching old WWE, WWF wrestling. Like, there's there's nothing better, man. There's nothing better. And, um, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, um. But yeah, let's uh let's get into the week of pro wrestling. We're gonna start with some breaking news that happened. Um, you know, uh, Jeff Hardy over the over last weekend, he uh he wasn't doing he wasn't doing too well in the ring in the WWE live event. I believe it was him. He he had teamed up with uh man, I can't I can't even I can't um I can't even remember right now. Let me look this up. Um, but he had, he had teamed up with, uh, I know they were, I know he was facing, uh, the bloodline, you know, Roman Reigns and the Usos. Um, but he, I want to say he was teaming up with the Mysterios, but that people, that might be incorrect. (laughs) That could be incorrect. Um, so let me, uh, let me do some research because, um, he did. He did team with, with the tag team. Unless they they might have taken it down. No, they didn't. Okay, it was with the it was with uh Kofi and um sorry not Kofi Xavier Woods and and Drew McIntyre that uh that 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 whole thing transpired and um yeah he he didn't look good in the ring um. They escorted him through the crowd. Um, he never came back into the, into the match, and he um, one of my favorites. Jeff Hardy is one of my favorites. Um, you know, Jeff has always been one one of my faves when it comes to um, pro wrestling. You know, I grew up watching him in WWE. He was in TNA for a while. Um, yeah, and um, my God, uh, I was just. You know, I was a fan of his, and then obviously once you see the news break out, you're like, oh, my God, hopefully he's not doing drugs again or alcohol, and um, it it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. Um, Supposedly, WWE offered him um, rehab. He refused, um, and uh, he, uh, he's a free agent now. He's a free agent. Um, I, to be I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um. I don't I don't think this was a a thing where he was, you know, using substances at all. I think this is just something where maybe he had a con- you know, maybe he got concussed or maybe um 
maybe he was just fed up with with uh with WWE and um and he just you know he was just he just said, you know what, to hell with that. I'm gonna go um <clears throat> I I'm not gonna take your rehab and you might as well release me. And that's what they did. They released him. Um this one this is tough, man. This is tough. You, you know, we don't know what happened, you know. Only Jeff Hardy knows what happens. What happened? Um you know, Matt Hardy's posted the other day, he said he's been feeling extreme as of late. Um, so, you know, many are assuming he's going to go to AEW. I think, I mean, you know, for Jeff right now, I think that's the best place for him to go is to AEW. I I don't look at Impact. I don't look at New Japan. I don't look at ROH. I don't look at any of those companies. The only company I'm looking at is where his brother Matt Hardy is at, and that's in AEW. I think that'd be the best spot for him, the best place. Um, and I think we'll we'll eventually get it. I think we will. Um, I I believe he has to wait ninety days because of his contract with WWE. Since he was released, it wasn't like his contract expired like like others that we're gonna get into in a in a little bit. Um, but uh, it's it's very it's an interesting story, you know. It's a very interesting story, you know. You hear about the Roman Reigns was gonna ha- start a feud with him soon, and how great that would have been, right? Something we never seen before: Jeff Hardy versus Roman Reigns, one on one. That program would have been great. Um, sad part is we're ne- we're not gonna get that. We won't get that. Um, we probably won't get that ever. But I think at the end of the day, um, I think. <sighs> I think, um, man, this is tough. It's tough. I I just hope, you know, Jeff, Jeff is all right. You know, I think first, first and foremost, I think, um, his well-being is first. Um, even if he doesn't have to wait 90 days, I I don't see him returning at a Wednesday. I don't see him returning, uh, not returning, debuting on AEW this Wednesday at winter's coming. I just don't see it. Um, I think they're going to wait a little, uh, you know, even if his contract is expiring. I think I think Jeff just needs a little time off, you know. Um, one of the things when, when you look at uh, WWE is their crazy live schedule. You know, it's something AEW <laughs> doesn't really, they don't abuse the res- wrestlers like that, you know. So uh, I think uh, eventually we're going to get... We'll get him in AEW. Um, I'd say, you know, just let him have the time off. Let him recover from, you know, even if it's just a concussion, even if it's just him, you know, get into that age where, yeah, I, I don't think I can do some of the things I was doing before. But I think in AEW, he really can. He, you know, he won't have all on the shoulders. I don't think he'll have as much weight as he has on his shoulders like he does in um in AEW uh sorry like he like he did in WWE um so it'll, be, it'll definitely be interesting it'll be interesting to see um what happens with with Jeff um also um 
Um, Gargano and Gargano and um, O'Reilly are both free agents. Um, that was announced on on social media. Um, you know, here's the thing: Gargano he may wait till his wife gives birth to either return to WWE or he's going some other place. Um, yeah, uh, O'Reilly on the other hand, I think he's done. I think he is. I think O'Reilly's uh his time with WWE is up. Roderick Strong is the last remaining member on there. He just re-signed not so long ago. So I think um I think O'Reilly's the next one. Uh, well, unless Roderick Strong gets released from WWE. Um but other than that, um O'Reilly, yeah, O'Reilly, he's going to AEW. I absolutely see him going to AEW. Um, this is somebody that, you know, Adam Cole's over there. Bobby Fish is over there. And, I mean, you know, O'Reilly has all the talent. I always seen him as a future NXT champion. He just never pulled the plug when um, he was feuding with uh, Finn Balor. Um, which, you know, when they had their second match, I thought they would. They really would because I thought it was time for O'Reilly to hold the... Um, the NXT championship um, and have a little feud with Adam Cole before Adam Cole left. Um, But it it just never panned out. It never happened. And uh, yeah, it it is what it is. (laughs) You know, it is what it is, right? Um, It it sucks in a way, but at the same time, you know, these these are certain things that happen in the pro wrestling world where, you know, you don't always get what you want, you know. You don't always get what you what you what you desire, right? In a way, and um, I just feel like, oh, man, um, it's it's in it's in the cards. It's being worked already. You know, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. Why not have O'Reilly show up in AEW, and uh, let's see the magic that they can build. You know, I've I've said it a few weeks ago. Or right, if O'Reilly goes to AEW, I think. Uh, Either the young bu- the young bucks and Kenny churn on Adam Cole or Adam Cole churns on um the elite. You know, I think it's too soon. I think they should you know play it in, have it have it do it sometime next year. Don't don't do it right away. Um, but yeah, yeah, the seeds are planted already. But it's about um, will will Riley uh. Will Riley go to um <clears throat> AEW or will he stay with WWE? I don't think he's gonna stay with WWE. I think he's he knows his potential in WWE has ran ran out. You know th- th- that's the highest of highs he's gonna get there. You know we all know how WWE feels about uh, small guys and all that. <clears throat> so um I I I just you know I don't. I don't think it's going to happen for him. Um, Gargano, on the other hand, I th- it's the same situation. I don't think WWE will give him that opportunity. But um, right now, uh, it- it's up in the air, you know. He's going to wait till his wife gives birth, um, which is around February. It could be as soon as the end of, ju- at the, at the, uh, at the end of January. Um but I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Gargano's a tough one because he feels like, I feel like him, for him, he's a, 
you know, he's a WWE ride or die in a way, like like Tommaso Ciampa. But um, I, I wouldn't say he's a lot to go to AEW or WWE. I look at other promotions and I, I, I say, yeah, he'll he'll go anywhere, you know. Um, and that that's exactly how I feel about it. Like, this guy can go anywhere. So, um, it's just about when it happens. You know, um, we'll see. We'll see. So we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, Ring of Honor's final, um, Final battle was tonight. We seen um we seen a whole lot, <laughs> you know. Um we seen a lot. We seen uh FTR debut, we seen um uh might as well talk about it now. We seen Adam Sure uh debut formerly known as um Braun Strowman. He, uh, you know, EC3 called him out as, um, as the Titan. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was great. It was great. You know, they pulled out all the stops, um. And it's, it's. It's sad. It's sad that, uh, you know, it, you know, they said Ring of Honor is only going to be down, for, shut down for the next three months when the next year starts. But um, it's it's tough to say, you know, it's tough to say. Um, it's it's tough overall. It's, it is. It's a tough situation overall. Um, I want, you know, Tony Khan has said it constantly, you know, he's going to help him out in any any way that he can. And we've seen that tonight, you know, having FTR go up there, attack the Briscoes. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely tough. It's definitely tough. Um, we did have war games though. We had war games um on Sunday. We did. Um so we're gonna pre we're gonna I'm gonna give you the results on that. Uh Corey Jade, Kel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray defeated Team Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai. Um Imperium defeated Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner to retain the NXT tag team titles and after after the match we seen Von Von, Von Wagner turn heel. Um, with, uh, Cameron Grimes defeated Duke Hudson in a hair versus hair match. Roderick Strong defeated Joe Gacy to retain the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. And then Team 2.0 defeated Team Black and Gold in War Games. Um, everything I said was going to happen, happened in this, um, and, and at War Games. Um, as many of you know, I had, um, I had said it, you know, I think this is going to happen. And, um, 
Well, it did. It did. It happened, you know. From from Von Wagner turning heel to Imperium retaining the titles to Team 2.0, you know, them winning. You know, I I said it all. And um, it was something I I said it. I said it on on the podcast last week. I said it before the pay-per-view. It was all set in stone. All set in stone. Um, you know, and you know, and you know, I could have been wrong. You know, a lot of people, oh, it's predictable. Yeah, it's pretty, it was pretty predictable. Not gonna lie. Um, and then especially when Team 2, 2.0 wins by, you know, uh, Brown Breaker pinning Tommaso Ciampa. Um, but I think it was more of a, I think it had more to do with, you know, Kyle Riley. You know, because he could have re-signed with WWE, but he he didn't. He didn't, and uh, that's the one part that, that kind of, you know, made it predictable. But who knows, you know, they could have won the tag titles, and he could have re-signed, you know. But O'Reilly didn't. I, I feel like ever since he was done chasing the NXT championship, there was really nothing for him. Um, I said I wasn't a fan of the tag team of O'Reilly and Von Wagner. We we all know that. Um, I've preached it numerously t- numerous times on this podcast where I just I didn't I didn't think the tag team of Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly looked right, you know. Um, Von Wagner looks more of this, you know, this vicious dominant heel, and Kyle O'Reilly, um, even though he could be a heel, I I thought you know he, he he could could be a top babyface in WWE. Now, um, I don't I don't think so. At this point in his career in NXT 2.0. I don't think so, you know. We're obviously going into a new era of NXT. Um, next time Braun Breaker faces Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship, I believe Braun Breaker will win the NXT Championship. I think. Uh, I think, yeah. They, this is this is the ending of you know, having these top guys, at a at a certain. At a certain spot, like Pete Dunne, Tommaso Ciampa, you know those guys. Those guys are gonna be up to the main roster soon. And it's all gonna be young guys we never heard of, and hopefully they can make NXT 2.0 great. You know, um, right now it's it's not so great. It feels a lot like uh, a lot like a Raw. But less watchable. Um, but you know, I have to watch this stuff, people. This is my job. At the end of the day, I have to sit down. And whether it's good or bad pro wrestling, I have to sit down. And I have to watch these shows, and I have to talk about it on this podcast. NXT War Games didn't feel like the past War Games, but it wasn't. <clears throat> it wasn't terrible. I will say that it was not terrible. I think it was pretty good. Um, it could have been a lot better. At, oh my god, 
without a shadow of a doubt, it could have been a lot better um, from, you know, the other war games we've had before. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words now. All right. Um, but it's, uh, let's move on to Monday Night Raw, people. Now that we got that out of the way. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to Monday Night Raw. Um, Big E defeated Kevin Owens to start Raw in a, um, in a steel cage match. Um, I've seen at one point, both men were trying to get out the cage. At one point, though, you know, Big E had leverage, so Kevin Owens was trying to pull him back in. And then Seth Rollins comes out of nowhere and slams the steel cage on both of their faces. The steel cage, the door. Um, so we had that. We had that going on. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was a great match. Um, the ending to it, we seen Biggie win. Um, Biggie escaping through the door. I think as a champion, because this Biggie isn't a heel champion. You know, he's saying he was gonna brutalize KO and all this. I would have liked to see Biggie win with the pinfall. I would have. I would have. I would have. You know. Um, I think it would have done him a service. I think him escaping the cage how he did um, kind of did him a disservice. You know, I didn't like that Rollins was just celebrating every time it was a somebody would kick out. Like, yeah, you see, they're going to keep killing each other, <laughs> you know. Um, I did think I, I did. I did think Seth was going to interfere again when uh, Big E was trying to escape through the cage door. I will say that. Um, so Raw goes on commercial break, people. They go on commercial break, and and uh, when you come back, you see Seth Rollins down outside. He's outside the ring. He's hurt. Kevin Owens is in the ring. He's down. He's hurt. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, Big E destroyed him. What's there to see, right? You know, you hear the Raw announcers saying whatever they're saying, and... Uh, then you have, uh, you have, um, Big E, right? He's by, in front of the announce table on the floor, just sitting there hurt. I'm like, what the, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, um, then the announcers say, um, that Bobby Lashley had came out and attacked all three. You know, Corey Graves gave, gave his explanation on why he might have done it. You know, feeling left out of the title picture and all that, and I'm just like, I, I I'm at the point where I'm like, what the fuck? Because this would have meant so much more if it would have happened on live television. Yeah, it means more to the people that are watching it live, right? They're they're at the they're at the arena. But it would have meant so much more for the people sitting at home watching this this show for three hours. Um, obviously, I think this is a situation just like everybody else thinks this is this is a situation where we might get a fatal four way now at day one. Seth Rollins, Lashley, 
Big E and Kevin Owens. Um, obviously, I think I think that's what they're going for. Um, you know, let's stack the odds against uh, Big E. Um, I, I'm I'm fine with it. I I am. I'm, I don't mind. You know, Bobby getting his hands dirty at day one, and uh, getting a getting an opportunity at the um, at the WWE Championship that he lost to Biggie. Um, I just I I don't know. I'm 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 here and there with it. You know, I think right now I got mixed emotions about it. Um, but like I said, at the end of the at the end of the day. We'll see what happens when that time comes. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, yeah, but just them doing it <laughs> on commercial break, uh, I didn't like it. And, you know, WWE's already did that a few times this year, and I'm just like, you know what's what's the point of it? You know what what's the point of having somebody do something on a commercial break? You know it, it makes it makes no it makes absolutely no sense in, in in any type of capacity, any type of world. It makes no sense. It doesn't. But then again, you know, it's just me thinking, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Um, Queen Zelina defeated Nikki A.S.H. Um, we need a, we need to get back to the old Nikki. You know, the one that was in NXT, the one that debuted on the main roster, that evil, sadistic Nikki that everybody thought. They're going to have her being in alliance with Bray Wyatt instead of it being Alexa Bliss, you know. Um, that's not, it didn't happen like that, right? It didn't. She's like this whole superhero now. There's just something I got, people I can't get into, especially when you're, when you're teaming up with somebody like Rhea Ripley. If Nikki, if Nikki A.S.H. would go back to Nikki Cross... This this would be great. This would be so much more bigger. It would meet, make so much more sense. But for it to be a situation like this. Mm-mm, I'm sorry. I just. I can't. I can't get behind it. I just can't. I'm not into it. I'm not invested in this tag team. I haven't been since day one. That's how I feel about it. I just feel like if Nikki Cross, if they will go back to Nikki Cross, this tag team will be ten times better. And even though, yeah, you you hear Nikki, Nikki, she uh, she wanted this Nikki Ash character and all this. She was the one that created it. You guys creative, you guys have to think what's best for for the talent, you know. Obviously it's a goofy it's a goofy character, so obviously WWE's gonna be like, Yeah, let's do it. You, you know? Um But but then they'll turn they'll turn down Bray Wyatt's ideas. 
you know, so it's, I don't know, it's odd. Um, the Street Prophets defeated Omas and, uh, and Styles. It looks like, um, there's, um, there's conflict with Omas and, uh, Styles right now. Um, hopefully that gets resolved unless they're, they're starting to get ready. Maybe they're starting to get ready for that big push. You know, Omas won the, the, the Rocks, uh, Battle Royal, a Survivor Series, um, you know, he's been t teaming up with AJ Styles for the past few months. Um, I think maybe almost a full year. They're getting goddamn close to it. Um, and I think uh, there needs, there might be a, a situation, a time, right, where, where it might be time to just be like, separate you guys, maybe have you guys in a feud. I don't know how that would work because Omos is like, Seven feet tall, AJ's like six two or whatever, and um, it's but you know, I mean, maybe you don't, right? Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have to have a feud. Maybe you have a a situation where Omos just turns on on AJ and just destroys him. AJ's out for a few months or weeks, whatever. He comes back, and let's say he he's on the SmackDown roster now. No, I'm not gonna lie. One of the matches I'd like to see for 2022 would be this new Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. You know, we 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 got the feud a few years back. I want to say, what is it? I don't know if it was, it was either 2017 or 2018. Um, you know. Uh, Roman had the, I think it was, it was 2018, it was 2018, Roman was WWE champion, it was the, he defended it against uh, AJ Styles, and um, great, it was great, pretty good matches, I won't say great, I think if they had a match now, it would probably be great, and yeah, yeah, and then uh, Riddle and Orton, you know, the Jackets and Orton, you know, Riddle's interviewing AJ. AJ Styles wants no part of it. Riddle asks Orton if he has anything to say, and Orton picks up the microphone. And it's like, nope. And the crowd, the crowd la laughs it off. And, you know, it being called the RK Bronament, that, I think that's great, too. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... Funny, funny, and fun to watch. Um, Priest defeated Rude to retain the U.S. title. Um, Belair defeated Dewdrop by countout. Seems like they may be instead of Dewdrop, they may change her her name to uh, back to Piper Niven. So I'm happy about that. Hopefully they do that. Um, cause yeah, I'm tired of Dewdrop. Um, the Mysterials defeated Alpha Academy. Otis attacks the Riddle after the match, after trying to interview Alpha Academy. Um, yeah, so we got that. Um, so I believe next week is the Mysterials versus the Street Profits. Two teams that are faces. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to say a Street Profits win, though. And then I would assume at day one, we see a, the Raw Tag Team titles on the line. I'd rather see uh, 
Street Profits versus RK Bro, then uh, the Mysterios versus uh, RK Bro. Um, I mean, either one at the end of the day, either one is good to be honest. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Um, Vince McMahon told Austin Theory, "Impress me. You know, do something to impress me." Finn Balor defeats T-Bar after the match. Austin Theory attacks Finn Balor. And, um... After he attacks Finn Balor, um... What, um... Okay, my bad. My apologies, guys. After he attacks uh, Finn Balor, you know, he takes selfies with him, you know? The normal uh, Austin Theory treatment, <laughs> you know. Um, it seems like they're trying to push him too, though. I'm not going to lie. That's what it seems like. The uh, WWE's trying to give Austin Theory a, a the rub, as one mate might say, you know. He's taking orders from Vince. He's getting advice from Vince. He's getting slaps from Vince. He's stealing Vince's golden egg. They're taking pictures with a golden egg, you know. All that stuff. So it seems like they're they're starting. They're getting ready to push Austin Theory. Like I said, I you know I know he's a heel, but I think he I think he could take his heel limits to the next level. Drop the selfie thing. Um, be be a little bit more serious and be smarter. Like you know, it's one thing you know about a pro wrestler. You know. I could have, like I said, I, I've watched Austin Theory in the in in the Indies. Big, huge fan of him since he was in the Indies, and uh, I I just think, you know, his character could be so much more without the. I I. You tell me to do something, and it's just like. I'm, I'm my brain's stuck on stupid, you know, I, not a fan of it. Um. Becky Lynch defeated Liv Morgan to retain the Raw Women's Championship. It was exactly how she beat Charlotte at Survivor Series, you know, using the rope. Um, it was a pretty good match. It was a pretty good, decent match. Um, the Liv girl, you know, we got the Miz girl where she was mad when he cashed in. We got the Liv girl that was mad that uh, Liv Morgan got cheated out. It was awesome. It was, It's all over the fucking internet. <laughs> um... What's next for Becky and Liv? Um, you know, we seen as Raw was ending, Liv said, I, I'm not done, you know, I'm coming for you. Um, I think it seems like Liv's going to get that push. It does seem like it. Um, like I said, I don't think it should happen now, though. I think if she's going to win the championship, it's either going to be at Mania or after Mania. Um, I think WWE wants to go with Becky into Mania, you know. But, I mean, like I said, you know, maybe Becky doesn't give her another shot. She's just dodging her. Liv wins the Royal Rumble. They have a match at WrestleMania, possibly. Or maybe uh, we don't see Liv in that spotlight again until maybe Becky gives her another shot. Becky does the same thing, though. She cheats her out. And then maybe sometime after Mania, maybe Liv Morgan wins the Money in the Bank ladder match. Like she, like I had predicted her to win it uh, this year. I I picked her or Selena. Neither won it. Um, but if if they were to win it, um, 
Liv, if Liv were to win it, um, she cashes it in on Becky. I think, you know, that'd probably be the way to go. But I think, I think in 2022, if Liv Morgan's still on the roster, sadly, um, sadly, I have to, you know, put that in there. If she's still on the roster, um, I think she'll be a Raw Women's Champion in 2022. Absolutely. Whether it's at WrestleMania, whether, you know, whether it's a few weeks or a month from now, whatever the case is, or even, you know, her winning the Money in the Bank ladder match and cashing it in on, on Becky Lynch. I think either way, Liv Morgan's going to be a, a Raw Women's Champion sooner rather than later. So, Raw, Raw wasn't too bad this week. You know, Raw has its moments, but, like, if you look at it from a WWE standpoint, you, you know, you think you you know you say and you look and you just be like, well, that wasn't too bad this week, you know. It's the honest truth. It's the honest truth. Um, it really, you know, it wasn't as bad as most times, people. Um, I think the steel cage match set the tone for the rest of the night, and then you end it with the with the strongman event with Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. I think that really really did them well. Um, let's move on, um, to NXT now, NXT 2.0, Wagner defeated Kyle O'Reilly in a steel cage match, um, Wagner attacks Kyle O'Reilly after the match, though, um, yeah, you know, kind of writing him off, you know, but we all know, we, we all know what the deal is already, I, uh, if I had to pick between Johnny Gargano or Kyle O'Reilly, which one is rather to stay, I would say Johnny Gargano. Um, Roger Strong versus Braun Breaker next week. That should be interesting. Um, you know he was calling out Tommaso Ciampa. Braun Breaker was um calling out Tommaso Ciampa. You know we're one for one. You beat me at um Halloween Havoc. I beat you at War Games. Let's go one more time. And uh, out came um Diamond Mine without Roger Strong, and basically challenged um him to a match next week. So there you go. Uh, and then uh, Briggs and Jensen defeated the Creed brothers. Hudson versus Grimes in the No Holds Barred match next week. Um, Grimes, man, I th- Grimes is he's tremendous. I don't care what nobody says about him. And when I see Cameron Grimes on the microphone or just doing a segment, it doesn't matter for, for the for this year. I I've been really impressed from what I've seen from Cameron Grimes, his development as a character and. Everything he's been able to do from his feud with uh, with L.A. Knight, you know, involving um, the Million Dollar Man, to uh, this this feud with Duke Hudson, you know, the hair the hair segment and the hair versus hair match, and now no holds barred next week. It's it's interesting, it's, you know, it's interesting. Will he be going up to the main roster? Because he's kind of a veteran too, um, even though I love to see him stay in NXT 2.0. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know what's next. This is a match. That I, c- I could see Hudson winning this no holds barred match next week. Um, Loomis defeated Hayes by DQ. Um, Trick, uh, Trick attacked uh, Loomis and then uh, <laughs> Loomis tried to choke out Trick, but um, Carmelo Hayes s- saved Trick and pulled him to safety. Pulled him to safety. Um, MSK revealed that Simon is uh, Riddle. Yep, that's right, Riddle. 
um, it definitely, um, it definitely felt like, uh, <laughs> Riddle and MSK had a, had a moment when they, you know, they were doing their segment and, um, you know, they're all three sitting down and Riddle's like, what's in the bag? And then they're like, oh, go ahead, go ahead, check what's in the bag. And then they hope. He opens it, and they're like, bro. Uh, it just felt like, you know, the scre- Scream, the movie Scream, uh, scary movie, my apologies. And just Scream's on the phone, with, and he's like, what's up? It, it, that, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It felt like that. Like, we all know what was in the bag. We all know what Riddle does, you know? So, yeah. It feels like, though, that MSK is going to the main roster, though. And maybe we can potentially see MSK versus RK Bro Dream Match. It kind of feels like that, you know. MSK was hinting at, you know, you know, we we've we we've, we've risen to the top quickly, and now you know we fell. What's what's left for us? And you know, Riddle says, just keep being you guys. Just keep being MSK. I'm gonna be here by your side the whole time. So I do wonder if MSK is gonna elevate to the main roster and um. If we'll potential, if we'll potentially see, you know, I, I have this vision that you know Randy turns on Riddle, and then Randy wants the WWE Championship. Then we get uh, Riddle wants the Rumble. He challenges. He returns from you know his his storyline injury. He wants wins the Rumble. Then we get Randy versus Riddle at WrestleMania. Um, I I do have that envisioned. Um, but if not, if they if they if they're still the tag champs at Mania, I want to see MSK versus RK Bro at WrestleMania. I'm a huge fan of the tag team. I felt like their tag team title run wasn't used well, especially towards the end. It definitely wasn't used well. It wasn't used in the proper way that I would have liked, and um, that's why. A lot of people kind of turned their backs on them, but I, I, I still think they they got a lot of potential. Uh, Toxic Attraction defeated Faraz and Leon. Um, Escobar defeated Quinn. Um, then we to end the show, we seen the emotional speech from Garni, well, Johnny Gargano. Um, you know, he was just talking about everything going on and what what's next in his life and um thank you and all that and then uh Grayson Waller attacks him and NXT 2.0 you know attacks him with a steel chair he, then he grabs the steel chair puts it around his neck um and throws him against the steel steps and then he he throws him on on the uh on the table I mean, Grayson Waller looked real strong and make, made him look like a dipshit, to be honest. But that's perfect heel heat. You know, this guy's giving away, giving his goodbye speech, right? And then you have the heel come in and attack, attack the ultimate baby face in Johnny Gargano. And um, obviously, fan, fans were pissed. But um, it's great heat for, for Waller, you know? I think Waller... You know when he first came to NXT, you know when he when he challenged uh, Roderick Strong for the cruiserweight title. I'm like, who the hell is this dude? Like, what the f- what the fuck is going on? Right now, I'm just like, holy shit, this this guy got something, you know? 
you know, especially after NXT 2.0 this week, I was just like, okay, I'm liking what I like what I see, and you know, um, and uh, it, it's interesting. Could they be writing off Johnny for a few months? Could he be truly leaving? If he's truly leaving NXT, this is kind of a shitty way um, to do it. But at the same time, you know, you're trying to develop your your characters in NXT. And um, to be honest, Grayson, you couldn't you couldn't have done it better with Grayson Waller. You could not. So I wasn't totally mad at it. Then move on to AEW Dynamite, right? My goodness, the best show each and every week. There's no. No dispute, no discussion, no argument about that. Um, AEW Dynamite this week. We've seen a heel punk open up AEW Dynamite this week. We've seen him, uh, he, you know, he comes out to M- MJF's music. You know, he's trolling the fans, talking about the Rangers and talking about, if you know, if MJF's your hero, you guys are... You guys are as bad as he is and all this great stuff. Great stuff. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Um it was it was truly great. Um, you know, you know, and it, it kinda reminded me of how great a heel punk was. You know, we talk about, you know, this this punk now, right? The one that's you know, he didn't wrestle for six, seven years and he came back and we appreciate him for coming back. You know, he's this baby face, and he wants a, a shot at the AEW World Championship and all that. But Punk of the Hill, people, is truly great. It's, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it. we just seen it. So, uh, yeah, it, man, I, I'm a loss for words. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it was it was a great opening segment for AEW. To be honest, great opening segment. Um, we seen Dante Martin turn on Team Taz. He rips off. He uh he actually throws Ricky Starks over the top rope when it was uh Ricky. It was Ricky Starks. Him and MJF left. Looked like they were gonna corner MJF, and then um, you know, uh, Ricky just. Basically, uh, <laughs> he gets the treatment. He gets the uh, the backstabbing treatment from um, from Dante Martin. He rips off the FTW armband, and then um, next week we have Dante Martin versus um, MJF. Makes sense though. You don't want to have heel versus heel for the for the for the ring, right? You want to have face versus heel. You know, so and we, I mean, I didn't call it, but we we all had a sense this was coming eventually. So, um, and then, but then, after the match, um, Starks was attacking Martin. Um, looked like MJF wanted to help Martin. He comes down running. He plays every single fucking body in that arena, and he um. And he helped, and he helps Ricky Starks attack Will Martin until CM Punk made made the save, but um, 
CM Punk only got his hands on Ricky Starks because uh, MJF just, you know, got out of there. He said, nope, not today. Not today. But soon. Um, it's going to be interesting because, you know, Team Taz is going to want Dante Martin's head. You know, CM Punk wants uh, MJF's head. So it's going to be real interesting next week's match at Winter is Coming. Um... Jurassic Express and Varsity Blondes defeated the Acclaimed in 2.0. Then backstage, while uh, Kingston and Ortiz were talking, um, 2.0 attacked them. So it's going to be real interesting to see what happens with that. Um, the Young Bucks defeated Romero and Taylor. Trent Beretta made the save in his return as he cleared the, he cleared the heels out the ring. Um, you know, what, you know. He got there thanks to Mother Sue, so, you know. And then uh, Rio defeated Hayter, and then Brian Danielson defeated Silver. And then after the match, Danielson attacked um, Silver. Um, but um, Adam Hangman Page made the save and uh, attacked Danielson, but Danielson was able to escape. Um, and then um, Adam Hangman Page says, uh, I'm going to stomp the... Cowboy shit out of you. And the crowd reaction for that was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Um, this is a this, this could possibly, like I said, it could be probably one of the best views going into 2022. Um, it's one of the best views right now in while well, WWE and, um, and pro wrestling right now between these two. And it's definitely, it has the potential right before the year ends, a few weeks away, it has the potential to be the match of the year between Adam Hangman Page and Brian Danielson. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see uh, what happens when uh, when these two collide this Wednesday. It's definitely going to be very, very interesting to see. Um, but uh, let's move on to SmackDown, people. Let's move on to SmackDown. Was it... <laughs> Was it a coincidence that Roman Reigns wasn't on SmackDown? And, you know, as soon as Sami Zayn tells uh, Paul Heyman he has no one to help him, Brock Lesnar's music hits. Right? Fans go crazy. Paul Heyman's like, oh, fuck. And then as, as Lesnar's walking to the ring... He he grabs, you know, he's walking around. You know how he does. He walks around the ring. He grabs a chair. <laughs> and he threatens Pat McAfee. I, mean, I, I, I love Pat McAfee. But that that interaction right there, that that little, like, Lesnar putting the chair at McAfee, like, dude, shut the fuck up before I, this chair is, becomes uh, not uh, Sami Zayn's name, not Roman Reigns. Not the Usos. This will have your name on it. It was great. It was great. Um, and who knew? Who knew we needed a segment between Brock Lesnar and Sami Zayn on WWE television? We seen it last week, but this week's was to- totally better. You know, talking about the Canadian alpha males. You know, and I was just as, as I'm watching the segment, I'm like, could this? This could really be a freaking tag team, like you know. Um, but yeah, who knew? Who knew we needed it, right? Who knew we needed this tag team? And then, um, 
as as Sammy and, and Brock are about to, you know, just leave to go hunting hunting moose together. <laughs> Paul Heyman grabs the microphone from Brock Lesnar's hands because nobody was giving Brock a microphone. Um, like the crew of WWE. So it, it seemed like a little botch moment there. I don't know if Lesnar was supposed to give him the mic. Like, or just drop it on the floor, or Sammy, or maybe a crew member. Um, but he grabs it from Brock Lesnar's hands, and he says, uh, I think I spent too much time at <laughs> at the dispensary, and the <laughs> and the edibles are finally, finally kicking in, and I popped. Ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you I popped for this moment, I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, I popped for this moment. For Paul Heyman to say, I think I've spent too much time at the dispensary and uh, the edibles are finally kicking in. It was great. It was great. Um, but my question is, who is Paul Heyman? Who, whose side is Paul Heyman on, right? You hear him, Brock Lesnar, you know, the conqueror who will soon become the the universal champion, right? Whose side is he on? You know, we hear, it's like, fuck, come on. Yeah, really doing this, and then they announce, you know, Roman Reigns will be there next week to confront Paul Heyman, which, deservingly so. I just, I don't know anymore. I don't know whose side Paul Heyman is on. It's, it's out of my hands. It, it's out of my hands. I don't know. And then you have freaking, um... You just, I, I, people, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who Paul Heyman's side, whose side is he on? Man. But anyways, um, Nakamura and Boogs uh, defeated Los, uh, Los Therios. The new crown of Xavier was, looks real clean, man. I liked it. I liked the new design. I like. You know, I liked it. You know, it's kind of, you know, when I was a kid, you know, seeing John Cena spinning U.S. title in the WWE Championship, it was like, oh, okay. You know, that's that's how I kind of felt when uh when I seen the crown, I was like, hmm, looks nice. So I, I did like it. I did like it. McIntyre defeated Sheamus, a great physical match. I enjoyed it. Anytime Sheamus is in the ring... If he can get in the ring with somebody that can endure punishment as as much as 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 he can, if he's in the, across the ring from somebody that can do it, that can endure that punishment and give that punishment out as well, it's always a pretty good match. You know, you look at Cesaro, you look at McIntyre, those guys, Sheamus works great with. All right. Um, so yeah, it always always works out. Uh, then uh, DeVille tried to set up Naomi again with help from Natalia and Baszler, but uh, Zia Lee made her uh, SmackDown debut, her SmackDown and main roster debut, and she helped Naomi fight off the heels. And then after that, we've seen backstage, we've seen Johnny Knoxville and the Jackass crew with, uh, with Randy and Riddle, and Riddle's just like, man, you know, you guys, I hope I could, you know, be kicking ass, you know, Riddle, saying, I hope I can kick ass, you know, 
as you you've been doing jackass as long as you've been doing jackass and uh randy's just looking at me <laughs> dude what are you doing and then uh riddle asks randy uh you, you want to say anything randy and randy's just like nah i'm good like little shit like that it's perfect because Randy, you know, Randy's still being Randy. You know, he's, you know, he's like, no, Riddle, it's all about winning. It's all about defending these tag titles. I don't care about the celebrities. I don't care about the other tag teams. All I want to do is retain these tag titles. And it's a story that's been playing for months and months. And it's amazing. Um, Tony Storm defeated Charlotte Flair by disqualification and Flair, uh, Attack Storm after the match. It was for um the number one con- number one contenders match. So we're obviously getting uh Charlotte Flair versus Tony Storm. Now from this side, from the SmackDown side, I could see Tony Storm winning the the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, I don't think WWE needs Charlotte Flair to hold the championship at WrestleMania. She's held it enough times already. I think it's time, like. As much as I would love Liv Morgan to, to win the Raw Women's Championship right now, I just know it's something that's not going to happen. You know, Becky Lynch is back. She returned at SummerSlam. They're going to want her to hold it to Mania. Charlotte Flair, on the other hand, she's been here since day one. You know, she didn't have a baby. She's rarely injured. You know, and I think it's time for Tony Storm, you know, get some shine with the title. And, I mean, Charlotte can always win it back in a month or two. And then probably the most likely scenario is Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Unless you have somebody else win the Rumble. Um, this, this Brock Lesnar, we've seen him backstage, you know. He was talking to Adam Pearce about a moose he caught. You know, it was big. It was one of the biggest ones. And uh, how he named him after him. And he hung him up and all that. And, uh. This is probably the best Brock Lesnar we've gotten since 2003 when he was dominating the whole WWE, especially The Rock, or probably when he returned in the early early, uh, 2010s, you know, when he returned the night after Mania. Like, again, he was dominating everything. He was winning championships nonstop. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. It has to be one of them. Um, And then the... The New Day defeated um, RK Bro and the Usos. It was a great tag match and a pretty good damn main event. Um, in regards to you know last week, the main event we got last week it was uh, it was okay. The main event we got last week was okay. Um, no, it wasn't even okay. I, I just for storyline purpose purposes it was okay for me. But other than that, it just it didn't make sense that Roman Reigns squash you know. Sammy, but at the same time, when you look at the storyline, you're like, yeah, well, this is why, you know, Brock versus Roman for the 100,000th time, you know, so you, you know, we get it. Then we had AEW Rampage right after SmackDown, the Lucha Bros defeated FTR to retain the AEW World titles. Great match. It's no surprise. Anytime Lucha Bros, FTR, anytime AEW has a tag team, uh, match, right? It's always going to be great. And that's what it was. It was great. Um, Ford, Bunny, and Rose defeated Soho and TJ. Um, 
Hook defeated Fuego in his debut. And if you guys didn't know, he is Taz's son. So something I didn't know till last night. I didn't know Hook was uh, Taz's son. And one of the tweets I seen was, I love Hook and I'm a hooker. <laughs> um, oh, my God. People. But no, on, on a serious note, Hook impressed me. He impressed me, man. Um, you know, he, he, he used, he used, um, Taz's, uh, submission move to win too. So that was, that was great. I, I think he has all the potential to be a star in, in, in AEW. Um, it's just about time, you know, I mean, look at the time, you know, he, he this is first his debut. This was his debut. And he's just going to continue to progress and get better and continue to develop into the star that his dad was. Maybe who God knows who, you know, who knows? Only God does, but maybe he's a bigger star, right? Taz has so much potential, you know. We all know what happened there. Um, then Adam Cole defeated Wheeler Yuta, right? Um, uh, to, end the, to end the show. So that's what we have for AEW Rampage. Um, I already said the Titan Adam Sure uh, showed up at Ring of Honor, so we don't have to talk about that. I was actually going to talk about it to end the show, but um, yeah, uh, no need to, no more people, no need to, <laughs> no need to. Um, so yeah, people, um, like I said, we're going to preview winter is coming. Obviously, um, and also um, some surprises that I, I can see happening, or maybe a return happening at Winter is Coming. But the return I, I see I see coming at Winter is Coming is probably is most likely very unlike unlikely. Um, you know, just because the person it is, you know. But but. Um, there's some, there's some, um, there's some returns that I could, I could see happening. So, it's, uh, let's preview AEW Winter's Coming. It's at, uh, Curtis Colwell Center in Garland, Texas. So that's going to be interesting, um. Gonna be very good. Um, so far, they only have four ma- four matches announced. Um, yeah, only four. Wow, four matches announced. Um, I think by the time Wednesday comes, there at least be there at least be six. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Um, but we'll see. We'll see because. This is the second annual uh, Winter is Coming event. You know, last year they had they had one. So, so yeah, here we go, people. Um, so we have Warlow versus Matt Saido. Um, Saidow. Um, Warlow's gonna win that match, no doubt about it. Um, Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. You know, Deeb has been a thorn in uh, Shida's. Uh, behind as of as of late, uh, I'm gonna say uh, 
let's say Sheeta wins. Um, MJF versus uh, Dante Martin for the AEW Diamond Ring match. Um, I'm going to say MJF repeats again. Unless, unless Dante, uh, unless AEW is ready to give Dante that that mini push, right? That mini push, then uh, Dante could win. But I see MJF winning. Unless, you know, this is the this is the thing that pushes MJF over. And, you know, CM Punk causes him the match, and he's like, you, you want to fight? Let's go. Let's fight. And then the main event's obviously the AEW World Championship. Um, on the line, Adam... Adam Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. You know, I, I've already talked about what what this could be. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great fucking match. But I think Adam Hangman Page retains. I think he retains the championship. I don't see why not. So... Yeah, there you go. Now, if I returns, that could happen. Um, I'm reading this off of an article, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna give my insight because I before I found this article, I have written a few names that could potentially debut. At number five, they have Kyle O'Reilly debuting at this Wednesday. They say Adam sure the Titan could he could. But, you know, he just uh, just appeared at Ring of Honor, so doesn't seem unlikely. Johnny Gresham, yeah, that could be another one. He just won the championship uh, at Ring of Honor. Um, Killer Cross. Killer Cross, that's right. Um, but... I don't think he can. I don't think he can. Yeah, no. Because uh, he has been confirmed to to appear on Quater's Co- Pro Wrestling Super Slam 3 event on March 18th and 19th of next year. So, uh, yeah, they're probably going to wait a while for that. Um, and Johnny Gargano is another one. Johnny Gargano is another one. So they got Johnny Gargano at number one. I don't think I don't think he will just because you know the rumors of him wanting to wait till his daughter's born. But at the same time, hey, who knows, right? He he might he might just show up. So I got I got Bray Wyatt. There's been rumors since since last month that Bray would be returning at Winter is coming. Somebody had posted and said. Windham is coming. Um, so we'll see what happens there. You got Bray. I got Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is my most. He's my least. Just because of everything that happened. And I think he has to wait 90 days. Um, Johnny Gargano will be. He would. Well now actually Jeff Hardy's number four. Yeah he's number four. Jeff Hardy's number four. Johnny Gar Johnny Gargano's number three for me. Bray Wyatt's number two. Kyle O'Reilly's number one. 
Number five is John Moxley to return. I don't. I think he's still in rehab. I think it's going to be a while. We'll see him sometime next year. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we're going to have to wait for John Moxley to return sometime next year. Probably sometime in the beginning of the year, January, February, maybe March. Um, but yeah, I think the most likely Kyle O'Reilly could potentially return. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt returned. I think the most likely ones right now is Bray Wyatt, Kyle O'Reilly, maybe Adam Sure. We just seen him in Ring of Honor, the final battle. Um. So it definitely it will definitely be interesting to see. You know, AEW definitely has something up their hands. Last year they brought back Sting. We seen you know, and look what Sting's been doing. Um. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I'm definitely excited to see what happens. Um. Now let's talk about who went up and who went down this week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Who went up and went down this week? Ladies and gentlemen, who went down this week would have to be uh. Hmm. Who went down this week? Would have to be WWE for not um you know not help not really putting too much into the stories you know what what's really going on with Jeff Hardy you know and then basically put yeah it's because he's doing drugs or alcohol but then everybody else is like no that's not what he's doing so it's it's really rare it's really off. We'll eventually get the story straight eventually. Um and then um who went up this week? Who went up would have to be Adam Adam Sure. Adam the Titan, right? Appeared finally appeared in a pro wrestling ring at uh Ring of Honor uh last night and uh it was great to see him. It was great to see him. Um and then show of the week shows that we had War Games, we had Raw, we had NXT 2.0, AEW Dynamite, SmackDown, AEW Rampage. Um, show of the week, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give it a SmackDown. Mm, no. I'd say SmackDown second, my apologies. SmackDown second. I think Raw's third. I think AEW Rampage is fourth. I think NXT 2.0 is fifth. Number one has to go to AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite this week, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm giving to. And then, uh, well, damn it. No, because we have War Games. So I'm going to say AEW Dynamite first. I'm going to say uh, SmackDown second. I'm going to say War Games third. I'm going to say Raw fourth, AEW Rampage fifth, and then six would have to be NXT 2.0. There you go. Show of the week is AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. All right, this is the end of the show, y'all. I appreciate you guys each and every week. I enjoy doing this. I wasn't. My plan was to take the week off, but I said to hell with it. I, you know, I had to do it. So, 
I did it. Two podcasts. One, I did one yesterday, one today. It's 2.16 in the morning. <laughs> um, But yeah. So yeah, thank you guys. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Because <sighs> this is the chosen one. The father, the son. Three, two, one. The podcaster. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the next week of pro wrestling. Enjoy winter is coming and so much more. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.